You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another knee-jerk stream, this time for Game Week 3. Game Week 2 is not quite over yet, but obviously we've only got one game to go, which is Crystal Palace versus Arsenal. And if you thought Game Week 1 was too easy, and FPL was just Game Week 2, everything's going to be fine, I think this week might have changed your mind a little bit. The scores are a lot lower, there's players not starting, there's players getting subbed off early, people have got two free transfers now in a lot of cases, there's injuries... Madison's apparently leaving on crutches after the game, although apparently that was precautionary, which I find interesting, but we'll get more information later on this week. So lots to talk about. How are we all doing in the live chat? If you are watching this live or afterwards on YouTube, make sure to give it a like, hit that subscribe button. If you're listening on podcasts, keep rating five stars on whichever platform you're looking, uh, sorry, you're using it is all helping a lot. Have I had a haircut? Big question to start off the stream. Yes, is the answer. Lucas Dina made it into team of the week. He was great today. Look, I'm not saying, I, I, I tweeted about him. It was kind of a joke. He's not an option for FPL, especially when Moreno is back. But he was very good today. We've lost the mic for a second there. It helps, of course, that he was playing Everton, right? That, that did help a lot. 55 with Saka and Gabriel left you. Hopefully, Gabriel starts tomorrow for everyone that kept him. I'm doing as good as Richarlison. Well, look, Richarlison blank, but so did Madison. Everyone was talking last week as if Madison was essential. He's blanked as well. But guess who else is blanked? Fernandez and Rashford. Before anyone asks me, I'm pretty sure I'm not going to sell either of them this week. Not for Nottingham Forest at home. I think Fernandez in particular has been very unlucky not to score and should have had a penalty against Spurs as well. Like, I don't necessarily think that that handball should be handball, but by the rules and all the other penalties that get given, should have been a penalty. So that game could have gone a lot different. I thought Man United were all right in the first half. I had to go out for the second half. I was quite glad I did. But yeah, I think Rashford and Fernandez probably going to keep for game week three and then look beyond that. Uh, if you had Salah, would you keep him? I mean, that would really depend on the team, of course. Generally, yes, I think I would. But you, I think game week three was always going to be, be the week where possibly you would have to sell him to redistribute funds elsewhere. And obviously, the big captaincy is out of the way now. Most people are going to cap. Um, yeah, most people are going to captain Haaland from here on out, at least for the next kind of four, three to four weeks. In Burmo's carrying your rank, I mean. Sure, yeah, that's why you pick players that are going to score points, right? And Burmo's been fantastic so far, but two penalties in two games, which is not sustainable. Now, for what it's worth, I still think Burmo is an excellent pick. And if you're looking for a 6.5 minute midfielder, I would buy him ahead of Matoma. But we have to just remember, he's only scored one goal from open play, and penalties can kind of warp our view of a player quite a lot like if you think i know they're different i get their different prices before anyone says it but in burmo basically in two weeks has scored one more goal than rashford or fernandez or got one more return without penalties and obviously man united could have got two penalties in two weeks right that can happen so i still think and the point i'm trying to make is in burmo is still great but penalties do skew our thoughts quite a lot he's not going to keep getting this many penalties but if you're looking for a 6.5 million midfielder he is who i would buy Yes, Inbermo's fixtures are good. So is Nottingham Forest at home, right? So you're kind of you're kind of helping me with my own point. How many points have I got so far? 42 with three players to go. Saliba, Saka, and 
Martinelli. Uh, saw a few super chats already. Alfred, Darren Noodles, nowhere in sight. Yeah, Nunez has got to go if you own him. Salah and Pedro to Foden and Jackson. Yeah, possibly, yeah. We'll talk about Foden. We'll talk about Foden now. I think Foden looked incredible. I only watched the highlights. I watched the first 20 minutes or so, 30 minutes, and then I watched the highlights for the rest because I was out. I thought Foden looked incredible. The big question, as ever, is he nailed on? <laughs> is he nailed on? And I'm not sure he completely is. And I also think they're going to make signings before the transfer window closes. And those signings might not come into the team straight away, but they do reduce the minutes of every other player in that attack. And Bernardo Silva also missed out. So if Bernardo Silva comes into the team and they buy a new winger, then Bernardo Silva could still play right wing. Foden could play right wing. Or they could both be competing for central spots. And Alvarez is there as well. So I get why people want Foden. And I do think he'll start this week. But longer term, there are still minutes concerns, I would say. So Salah and Jao Pedro to Foden and Jackson on paper looks like it could really work. But obviously it could massively fail too. Shakaleka Mecca, not a fan of the yellow cards fest. Red cards galore. Bring back ref discretion. I mean, yeah, possibly. I, I guess it will die down eventually. Players will get used to it. One point of blanks will be the new norm. FA needs to review this during the FIFA break. Mm, I'm not sure about that, to be honest. Yeah, no, okay. I, I've obviously made my point very badly. Or, yeah, I've obviously made my point very badly. Imbermo is great. Even without the penalties, it's still a fantastic pick. His underlying numbers are good. His fixtures are good. But that's the, the point I'm trying to make is two penalties are skewing our thoughts a little bit because all he scored is one goal. That's, that's only one more return than lots of other players that everyone feels like the need to get rid of whose underlying numbers are good and fixtures are good, i.e. Fernandes and Rashford is the point I'm trying to make. In Burmo, to clarify, is fantastic. And I think if you haven't got him, you haven't missed the boat. He's still great. Hopefully that makes sense. Maybe not. <laughs> Remove Watkins for Jackson or Alvarez. I mean, Alvarez is kind of similar to Foden, I guess, in terms of minutes. I'm still not completely convinced. Um, I will probably go Jackson if I shift um, Watkins. If I shift Watkins. No, Mbermo scored three goals. Uh, I'm off the Mbermo thing. I'm obviously not expecting it. Uh, I'm obviously not um, explaining it very well whatsoever. Yeah, every, I, I, oh my God. either I'm not explaining it or you're completely missing the point I'm trying to make. I will leave it at that. Why was David Luiz on... on David Luiz. Douglas Luiz on penalties. Um, because Watkins has missed loads, basically. And so they needed a new penalty taker. Simple as that. At this point, Salah might lose penalties as well. He's missed three of the last five. So not great. Does Watkins not have penalties change anything for you? It makes him a worse option. But I still think because of his minutes... Although he, did get, he got subbed at the 73rd minute this week for Duran. And... He scored straight away as well. So we might see a bit more, not necessarily rotation. I still think Watkins will start pretty much every game. But we might see him subbed off earlier if they've got options off the bench. So he has become a slightly worse option. But I don't think he suddenly becomes Marcel, especially with Burnley away. Especially with Burnley away. Jackson could be on penalties after the Enzo miss. I got a feeling Sterling might be next up, to be honest. Just because I think he's tried taking penalties before for Man City. I don't, I don't think he's particularly great at them. But I think he might take them before Jackson. Jackson's obviously new, uh, young still. It, it's tricky. It's tricky to know who's going to take him next. It could just be that Enzo Fernandez gets another chance. Turns out confident he is, I suppose. I'm torn on Burmo or March. March looks great. I honestly think Burmo's the one. No Europe. Like, don't get me wrong. Brighton are fantastic. Matoma and March looking brilliant right now. Next couple of games, they could score lots of points. But they've got Newcastle at home game week four. Man United away game week five. Although, okay, I get it. Man United defense, not great. Brighton will probably rip them apart. And then Europe starts. So there could be a little bit more rotation. We don't know quite know how they're going to handle it. Burma doesn't have any of that European stuff. And he's on penalties as well. And his underlying numbers are just as good. And his minutes are better. And he's got less competition. So I, th I actually don't think there's much of a case to be made for Solly March. To be honest with you. Between those two, anyway. Is Richarlison still viable? Fixture's hard to ignore. Uh, yeah, I think so. I, I guess the only the only worry I'd have around Richarlison is will Postacoglu try someone else in that number nine spot? Will they buy someone else before the transfer window shuts? They're the two concerns. But I think with the fixtures they've got, he's he's worth a punt for sure. Is Pickford up? <laughs> is Pickford for the chop for you? Possibly. I was looking at Sanchez. I'm not sure today helped, to be honest. Possibly. Possibly. I mean, if you look at my team for next week, like most of the positions look pretty good. You got Pickford in goal. Wolves at home. Back three of Chilwell, Estrepina uh, and Saliba. Luton, West Ham and Fulham all at home. Saka and Burmo, Martinez, Fernandes and Rashford. All great fixtures. And then Watkins and Burnley away and Haaland with Sheffield United away. And even on the bench, I've got Udogi. 
with three good fixtures in the next three game weeks. So I don't even need to change him. And I got 0.5 in the bank. So I feel like right now, and it might change tomorrow with Martinelli, Saka and Saliba. Someone might get an, inju- might get an injury. There might be minutes concerns or something like that. But as it stands, I don't really need to get rid of anyone. So the two moves are probably Pickford to a different goalkeeper. I could go for Anana. I could go for Sanchez at Chelsea, obviously, and just do the double up that way. Because I'm not that interested in any other Chelsea defender at the moment. I'm sure we'll talk about them later. Or I could try and find the money to go for Edison. Two clean sheets in a row. Where was this last season? Or Watkins to Jackson. Now, a lot of people are going to say, why are you looking to sell uh, Watkins? I don't think Watkins is a must-sell this week by any stretch. In fact, if you've got other stuff to do, I would happily keep Watkins. But as it stands, my team is looking pretty solid with no key concerns to like transfers to make. So Watkins to Jackson is the kind of luxury move that I could make because of the fixtures. And Luton at home is better than Burnley away, right? So I could do that. I thought I thought Jackson looked all right in the first half. I think my worry is that after for second half in particular, they were just really bad, Chelsea. And that team is very young. Like, I think Sterling's probably 27, 28. You've got Thiago Silva, who's, I don't know what he is now, 35, 36, something like that. And most of the other players in that team are quite young. And there is going to be a transition period where they where Pochettino tries to make it work as well. So I'm not, I'm not off Chelsea, because the fixtures are just so good. But I guess it has kind of made me step back a bit and, and think about it a little bit more. He's 38. Okay, fair enough. Oh, man. I, I should know. I don't think I'll be playing for Chelsea anytime soon. Uh, Trossard to Kulisewski with Charles and Sterling. I would probably go for a Charleston out of those. I, don't, I mean, Sterling looked great for the first half today. If my only route to Jackson would be through selling one of Rashford or Bruno or in Burma, would you recommend that move? Probably not, to be honest. I, I think a lot of people are going to be in this position this week. They're going to have a lot of players they want to bring in. You're going to have a lot of players you don't want to sell. I said this about Madison last week. I didn't think he was needed for Man United at home. That proved to be correct, even though Spurs obviously won. And then when you got to game week three, for most people's midfields, there'd be no room for Madison because everyone's got such good fixtures. And I feel like that's the same. Like, Jackson is a good option to buy. But if you've got to sell Rashford, Bruno, and Burma, it doesn't feel that great. I mean, you you could sell one of the Man United players if you wanted to because afterwards it's Arsenal away, Brighton at home. But I feel like I just I just feel like one return and, and people's minds will be changed on Man United. All what will happen is let's say Rashford and Fernandez both return and look good. All of a sudden the narrative will switch. All right, it's Arsenal away, that is tricky. But then it's a home game, and then it's what is it after that? Uh, it's a home game, then it's Burnley away, then it's Palace at home, then it's Brentford at home, then it's Sheffield United away, and then okay, it's Man City at home, that's tough. But then it's Fulham away, then it's Luton at home, then it's Everton away. All of a sudden. A couple of returns against Forest, the outlook for Man United players who were nailed on for minutes, and obviously one of them's got penalties, looks a lot better. So I wouldn't be rushing to sell anyone with Forest at home. The the one player that I remember from over last season, the season, the season before last, I think, was Rafinha. Remember when he had Norwich at home and I sold him? Not good. It is very hard to sell sell players with, with good fixtures. Udogi over Saliba game week three? I don't think so. I think I'd take the home fixture. I also thought Bournemouth attack was pretty good against Liverpool. But not only the home fixture, but Fulham have now lost Mitrovic. So I think that just makes the game a bit easier. So I probably won't play Udoggy. I might play Udoggy in game week four ahead of Saliba, though, and game week five ahead of Eshpinian, I think. No way Man United are going to become better in the next game. I wouldn't be so sure. I know stats aren't everything. I know people are going to hate this. Man United put up more XG than Spurs in that game. Like, should have had a penalty. Fernandez missed a six-yard header. I'm just saying the narrative could have easily switched. Easily switched. I will probably bench Estepinian against Man United away instead of Udogi against Sheffield United at home. That's my current plan, anyway. Anyway, honestly, I'm not, I'm not trying to talk you into... Sell Man United players if you want. I'm not trying to talk you into it. I'm just saying that's what I would do. That's misleading. The XG was near identical. What, what's misleading? Didn't I say that Man United was higher than Spurs? Is, is that not a fact? That's misleading. It was near identical. Near identical, i.e. not the same. One was higher. Who was higher? Pretty sure it's not Man United. Why not considering Gusto? Thing is, I bring in Gusto, who for? And then who do I bench? That's the problem. Like, Gusto for some people is going to be a great option. But for me, I'd have to bring him in for Kabori, probably. I'd have a second Chelsea player that eventually won't be playing. And I've got to bench someone with a good fixture. It's just probably not worth it for me. Yeah, I, I don't know if Gusto suddenly becomes such a good option. I want to bench, go out of my way to bench Lieber, really. Also, who knows if Gusto's completely nailed? Could we see Dezazi, Silver, Colwell, Chilwell? Could we see that? Possibly. Well, Sheriff, how many 
Sheriff has just gifted five memberships. Thank you very much. I, by the way, I haven't set up a, a new account yet. XG Philosophy had Spurs out. Okay, fair enough. But Man United put up quite a lot, right? Like enough to have scored at least one goal. One for each of Salah points. Happy days. Not to bench Saliba, in for Saliba. Nah, I don't, I don't think Saliba to Gusto is a good move particularly. One's nailed on for one of the best defences in the league. The other one's Gusto. For what it's worth, I think Gusto probably is nailed with James out. But, I mean, what do I need the money for? Spurs had XG of 2.06. Man United had 2.26. That is not bad at all. Yeah, okay. My, my, point is, my point is not that Man United should have won the game. My point is that Man United were a bit unlucky not to score. I'm not making my points very well, apparently. Um, if my only route to Jackson would be... Oh, no, I did that one. Interested on Kulisewski as Madison is out. Feel like it's too boring, but he looked great at the weekend. Yeah, Kulisewski's right. I'd probably rather go for a Charleston, to be honest. I feel like he's much more likely to get you a goal. But Kulisewski could be right for the next three weeks. I feel like Kulisewski's one of those players that it wouldn't take much until you'd want to sell him again. Uh, Travis, time to move Trent on and spread the funds. Quite possibly. But they have got a new DM now, right? Endo. So maybe they'll improve. But Bournemouth went through him quite a lot. And they were not great early on, especially in the first half. Bringing in Pedro Porro looked good against United. He's not nailed on, so I probably just wouldn't bother. If you're going to go for a Spurs player, just go for a doggy. <laughs> Richardson literally plays hide-and-seek in the box. Brentford are away. Man United at home. They're not super easy fixtures. I mean, Man United might be right now, but... So he's got better fixtures to come. Why are we sticking with Man United players? They couldn't score last season. Nothing's changed. Honestly, you don't have to stick with them. You can sell them right now. Like, literally right now, you can just sell them. Job done. Get them out of your team. Happy, you'll be happier. Move them on. Thinking of selling... Who are people buying, by the way? That's the other question. If you're selling Man United players, who are you buying? I guess most people are buying Foden, right? We've gone from people worrying about Foden to now people putting him as a censor, I guess. That's my that's my guess. Who are people bringing in for Man United players? It's, it's going to be Foden, isn't it? Um, Steven, 64 months member. Thank you very much. Thinking of selling Salah to fund a Liverpool two-for-one deal on Luis Diaz and Jota. I mean, they look pretty nailed right now. Nunez doesn't look like he's getting a, getting a go. I mean, it depends who else you're selling. It could work as long as they keep getting minutes. I think Liverpool players like Man City, they're great if they're getting minutes, right? Yeah, in Burmo, fair enough. I wouldn't talk anyone out of that. In Burmo is a good option. I think in Burmo, in Burmo, you could easily hold into like game weeks 9, 10, 11. And there wouldn't be any issues whatsoever. What do I do with Salah and Pedro? Well, Jao Pedro's probably got a go now. The thing is, Jao Pedro will probably start the next game and it's West Ham at home. It's not that bad. But he is by definition of course now a rotation threat so eventually you're gonna to have to think of a plan you could just sell both of them and obviously just go to a cheaper midfield and more expensive forward jackson and whoever you want so i've got madison martinelli saka rashford and matoma should i swap someone for Imbermo rashford to upgrade my 4.5 million striker to alvarez honestly you should you should wait first of all because if madison is out for the next game he's obviously the one you should sell right alex you should just sell richarlison because he is quite clear he's annoying you and every time he blanks, you're going to be in this position. I mean, I wouldn't sell Richarlison if I had him, I don't think. But I think you should. Everyone's a rotation threat these days. Not everyone, really. There's plenty of players that aren't. I would say pretty much every player in my team, apart from Martinelli, is not a rotation threat. So 10 out of 11. It's not bad. I have Havertz. Looks like a drop in price tonight. 0.1 in the bank. Who would you buy? Bulldog to Gusto. Bulldog to Gusto's okay, yeah. I think Gusto's a good, probably a good option for a lot of people. I just don't think I will be looking to buy him. Not not right now, anyway. Maybe the week after. Who would I buy for Havertz right now? Probably in Burmo, if you haven't got him. Then maybe a Spurs attacker. Watkins to Jackson or Bruno to Imbermo. Uh, I would say Watkins to Jackson. But I think Imbermo's still great. Uh, Business Cat, 12 months member. Are you still on the Foden? Foden is a headache side of things after that amazing performance versus Newcastle. I mean, pretty much, yeah, because the tra transfer window's still open. The Athletic have said that they're probably going to buy a winger. If they buy a winger, that means Bernardo Silva doesn't always have to play on the right, which means he'll play... I said this earlier, right? He'll play central. So you've got Bernardo Silva, Alvarez, Foden, Kovacic for two spots. I mean, does that mean Foden plays every game? How many times have we seen Foden play really well and not keep his place? You, if, you, if you tell me Foden's going to start the next six games, I'd probably do Marseille to Foden. But I don't need him this week for Sheffield United away. Because Rashford, Fernandez, Marseille, and Bermo Saka have all got great fixtures. So I don't know. I mean, I've said it all along. If if Man City attackers and Liverpool attackers get minutes, they're great. So the minutes is the only thing you have to answer. But you know what's going to happen? Everyone's going to get Foden in. The first time he's benched, I'll get loads of questions about whether or not he's going to start the next game, whether it's worth keeping, who can I go for instead. And it's just a constant cycle with Man City. If Man City sign no more players, I'll be interested in Foden a bit more what, what I find interesting is there seems to be two camps some people think Foden is great 
Some people think Alvarez is great, but they're both playing in similar positions and they're not the only ones that can play there. So are they going to keep starting? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm just uh, maybe I'm just too worried about it. Uh, Sheriff, by the way, thank you for uh, gifting five memberships for Salah's five points. Uh, Jordan, thank you. Darshan, what's your thoughts on Poro? Uh, I kind of already talked about that. Uh, Jordan, thank you. Ariola and Aurier with 7,000 points on my bench. 7,000, that's a lot. Jao Pedro, keep or sell? I think you've got to sell him eventually. Thoughts on Brighton fixtures and Salah Wissa? Uh, Brighton fixtures are going to get tougher, but their attack is so good it might not matter. I think the key thing with Brighton is when Europe starts, what happens? But I think if you wanted to bring in a Brighton attacker like Matoma or March at the moment, it's probably not that bad of a move. Uh, Salah, I mean, Wissa looks good. He keeps starting. He does come off early. Like, he's always going to come off early than Mbermo. But his stats are pretty good. The fixtures are good. Wissa looks decent for the money. Uh, and I think Salah is fine to keep unless you need the money. Rian, uh, thoughts on Diaz and are you removing Estepinian in game week four? I mean, I said pre-season about the idea of, of removing Estepinian in game week four. I'm not, I'm not completely against it, but I'm. It's not going to be a move where I feel like it's a priority. Like I see, Ashupinian's got Newcastle at home. I've got to get rid of him. Like the guy has put up. What's he put up so far? Not uh, one point two seven expected goal involvement in in two matches for a defender. That's probably better than a lot of attackers. West Ham at home is a great fixture. Well, it's not maybe not great. That's a bit harsh, but it's a good fixture. Newcastle at home is okay. Newcastle will probably score in that game. I get it, but he's so attacking. I can bench him for game week five, Man United away. Then he's got Bournemouth home in game week six. And the thing is, with the way that defenders are falling, like Reese James, for example, not an option. Okay, I could look at Newcastle defenders, maybe a Man City defender if I want that headache. Otherwise, there's not a huge amount. So I could possibly just bench SGP now for three weeks and then get him back for this little run from game week 10 onwards, where he's got Fulham at home, Everton away, Sheffield United at home, Forest away, and just see what's happening with Europe. Like, it might be that he starts getting rotated and I've got a sell, but I, I'm i kind of loath to get rid of a, a defender that's so attacking, to be honest with you. Is Chilwell a must? Well, he's playing left wing again today. He did come off early, which wasn't great, but I don't think that's going to be a problem going forward. Is Ward-Prowse an option? Uh, not. I mean, two assists. Probably going to get a bunch of assists from corners, given how good West Ham are at set pieces. I, I personally don't think he fits into our midfields right now, especially with the fixtures they've got. Watkins to Jackson or even Wisser. I mean, there's probably an argument to be made that Wisser might be the better option. I'd probably go Jackson. I just think those Chelsea fixtures are too ridiculous for him to not get points. But again, a bit like with Man City, the transfer window is still open, right? And we know how much Chelsea like spending money. They could go and buy another striker. They've also still got Lukaku, who has not been sold. And arguably, the way things are looking at Chelsea right now... You don't want to, you don't want to knee jerk too much after just one loss against West Ham, but maybe they need Lukaku. Maybe they, he should be given a chance. Who knows? Uh, I have Richarlison in my team. He was subbed off early yesterday, so transfer him out and bring in Bailey. I wouldn't get Leon Bailey. I don't think Brighton midfielder or just trust he'll start next week. I'd be pretty surprised if he doesn't start. Like I think if you've held Richarlison to this point because of the fixtures, I'd probably keep him. That's a lot easier to say when I don't own him. Having Matoma get 17 points from the first two games is great until I realised I could have had 23 from Mbermo. Even better, you could have had both of them. You could have had both of them. How good would have that been? How am I doing in the Sky game on course for the 50k? Not at all. I'm, I'm very much a casual when it comes to Sky. I don't really know what I'm doing. And I, and I can't get my head around the fact that you've got to go for... Like where T, like in Sky, Thiago Silva is probably a better option than Ben Chilwell. I, I can't quite get my head around that. So in one of my teams, I bought Thiago Silva uh, this week. And in the other one, I bought Ben Chilwell. I've got like Basuma, all these weird players. Am I thinking about transferring out Man United midfielders? You should go back to the start of the stream. Uh, spoiler alert, no. What about Watkins not taking the penalty? Yeah, he's off him, isn't he? He's just got a bad record. It makes him a worse option for sure. Exactly, that's why I wouldn't get Bailey. He did come off with an injury. We'll have to see how uh, bad he is. Have I been playing so rare at all? Not at the moment. I should try and get into it though for the Premier League stuff. Ariola, 10 points on the bench. It turns out all along, Ariola was the best option. By the way, for anyone that said rotating goalkeepers doesn't work... Jordan Pickford on my bench with zero points. Matt Turner with two. And it was definitely the correct call to play Turner. I get it's frustrating when teams concede. But 0.51 expected goals conceded. It was an absolute banger that Sheffield United scored from. Another day that doesn't go in. And look, maybe they push on. Maybe they get the goal anyway. But I think we can feel a little bit, not annoyed, but I think we can just say we made the right call to play Turner. In most cases. I'm sure Flecken owners aren't feeling quite so good about that. You play Turner over Edison. I, I probably said, did I say that I would do that? I think I hopefully said Edison, but maybe not. Should I bench Wisser or Isaac? I I, uh, this week. I mean, Isaac's got what? Liverpool at home. In Burma's got Chris, uh, got Crystal Palace at home. I think it's got to be Isaac that you play. I think. Thing is, when Wilson's not on the pitch, Isaac's on penalties. But he comes off early, but so does Wisser. 
I think I'd play Izak over Wissa. It's, it's quite close, though. I can't believe I'm saying that. When did Madison get a knock? So there was just reports by journalists that after the game, he was on crutches, but it's apparently precautionary. So we'll have to wait and see. All it means is if you've got Madison, don't make early transfers. And if you're thinking about getting Madison, don't make early transfers. Forrest have been doing well defensively, so United could have a tough time. Yeah, so two things on that. One, you're absolutely right. The first two games look pretty good. 0.8-ish against Arsenal, conceded XG, 0.51 against Sheffield United. But Sheffield United aren't a good defense uh, attack. So I don't know. We should probably shouldn't read too much into it because the Forest defense wasn't great last year. But that is quite encouraging for the first two weeks. That being said, I don't think I'm ready to say that Forest at home is a tough fixture, which is why I probably won't sell over those players. Oh, Madison was at training ground today. No boot or anything like that. He said he's fine. Well, there you go. I still wouldn't. Pro- I still probably wouldn't make early transfers. I feel like people are getting punished left, right, and centre from already. Do I not think Pochettino will give Enzo another chance on penalties? Yeah, he probably will. I think a lot of it will depend on the player, right? How much did he want? Did he really want them in the first place? Or was he kind of just given them, right? If he was given them, does he really want the next one? It's stuff we're not going to know. But I guess, yes, if I, had to, if I had to bet, I'd say he probably does get another go. Son has three good fixtures ahead. Bring him and sell Rashford. But, the, but here's the question you've got to ask yourself is, do you think Son is better than Rashford this week? Because you, you if you don't make the transfer this week, you can still make it later. And this is what I was kind of saying about Madison last week. Is Madison's got three good fixtures as well. And if he's fit, he's a good option. But is he better than your midfielder this week? Because, you, again, you can always make the transfer in game week four instead. Can't believe Chilwell's not on penalty. He's got the best te- technique in the team on his on his left foot. Lefty. Um, yeah, maybe maybe he'll be next up. But I think it'll be Enzo. Captain Neshapinian, do you have any suggestions against this? I have no suggestions against that if you captain him in game week two. Game week three, it could be all right. But Haaland's got Sheffield United away. I, I just don't see how you can't captain him this week, as boring as that is. Trent or Saliba for game week three. Um, I'd probably Newcastle away. Newcastle are going to score, aren't they? I feel like you've got. I feel if you've got Trent, you have to play him. I, I don't think you can go against it. Yeah, I don't know if we. Re, I don't know if we talked about Gusto too much. I think Gusto is good. The only thing to think about is, like, I think after today's performance, most people are probably not going to triple up on Chelsea anytime soon. But he does potentially block a spot, right? If you happen to want three other players and Reese James comes back and Gusto's not playing. He may block a spot. That's probably not a huge concern for most of you. Is he 100% nailed? I mean, everyone will say he is. No one can tell you that for sure. I would say he pretty much is nailed. But it's not a guarantee, right? We'd have to see more games. But the, the joy of FPL is you've got to make these decisions in advance sometimes. I think he's fine. It just depends who you're benching for him or who you're selling for him. Like, again, I come back to my team. Is double Chelsea against Luton at home a good move? I would say, yeah, probably. But do I need to get him in to bench Estepinia or Saliba? Probably not. Probably not. So I think Gusto's fine. I think for anyone that needs a defender transfer this week, good option for sure. Jackson still hasn't settled into the Chelsea team. I thought he looked good in the first half. And I, I thought there's a couple of passes where if Enzo Fernandez had been making the pass instead of Raheem Sterling, who I thought played well, there was just a couple of times where he was making the final pass in to get Jackson in behind. Just didn't quite come off. Whereas if it was Enzo Fernandez, I think it probably would have. But look, that's that's what happens in uh, in football. Doesn't always go for you. I, I said last week when I put him on the watches, he's still very raw, right? He's a young player into a very young team, new manager, etc. You know, it could take time to click. But if you if you're going to take a punt on a player like this, these are the fixtures to do it on. No one can be shocked if Matt if Man United if Chelsea do really well over the next three to four. If Gabriel doesn't play, is he someone I should definitely move on? If he doesn't play this game two in a row, I think he has to go, in, unless there's another injury which make you think he's going to play. I don't like the attitude of Jackson on the pitch. Certain yellow, yeah, he has got two yellow cards in a row. Um, hopefully, he'll cut that out. Jackson as captain against Luton, a good shout. I, I just really don't. I mean, yes, he's a good punt, I would say, but I, I, it's Sheffield United away. Like they're they're going to be one of the teams coming into the season that are probably struggling to stay up, and it's Erling Haaland against them. And I think as we saw against Newcastle, even without De Bruyne, Man City are going to be pretty good. So I I, I feel like this is not a great week to bet against Haaland. Like last week was all right everything aligned this week i'm not so sure about it Pranav, thank you very much salar and jao pedro to foden and jackson don't even know where to spend the money you don't have to spend all the money by the way we, i think i think as things stand we have to get used to not making sure all 100 million plus of our budget is spent like i said like i said this pre-season like in burmo i i still think this is probably the case right i think in burmo from now for the next six weeks is probably better than Madison, Richarlison, probably even Foden. And he's he's a lot less money. It doesn't mean you have to then go and spend that money elsewhere. If you think he's a better option, 
same with any player, right? Matoma, you might think is better than Richarlison. I think that's a, probably a fair, a fair comment to make. And if you haven't got anything to do with that 0.5 million, it shouldn't matter. You just bank it for a rainy day, don't you? But Salah and Zhao, Pedro to Foden and Jackson. Yes, I don't think it's that bad of a move as long as Foden keeps playing. Hey, Foden outscores him. He's done a great job so far. Foden started the first two games. What's Foden? About 16 points behind. Ayashi Ray, thank you very much. Utkash, please order them for transfer in. Foden, Alvarez, Jota, Diaby, Jackson. I'm not going to go for all those players, but my top ones would probably be Foden and Jackson, I'd say. Amatoma, top three. Uh, I get your argument for United, but are they worth doubling up? Tempting for Foden. Again, if you don't want the main United players, you should sell them. But I think I think it's fine to keep Rashford and Fernandes for Nottingham Forest at home rather than jump out and go and get Foden. I'm, I'm just saying, like, the, the narrative switches very quickly, right? I took questions all last week with Foden owners worried about whether or not they should keep them. Now, he's had one great game where we still don't know if he's completely nailed on. And all of a sudden, it's crazy to talk about him as, like, being not an option or something else. That's two game weeks, two different narratives already. If he blanks against Sheffield United or doesn't start, the narrative will flip again. So... I have to reiterate, if Foden gets loads of minutes, if you think he's going to get minutes, he's a great option. That is it. That's basically the end of the conversation. Can I tell you if he's going to get good minutes? Absolutely not. I would say they're better right now than they were without De Bruyne. Uh, sorry, with De Bruyne. But that's about it. I, I don't know what else I can say about Phil Foden, honestly. As a Man United fan, the only argument you can do is in Burma got more points than Foden. Try harder. What are, what are you on about? I'm, sa- I'm saying there's an argument to be made that in Burma could be better than Foden over the next four weeks. I mean, do we really think that's completely out of the question? The guy's absolutely nailed with penalties. And his underlying stats are quite similar. I, I really don't think that's a big shout, to be honest with you. Nothing to do with being a Man United fan. Honestly, I, w- I wish I'd recorded all the freaking questions last week about Foden. It's absolutely insane, the difference this week. Would you sell Odegaard for Foden or Roll? I'd probably Roll. Foden's a waste of space. No good for FPL. That's a joke. That's a joke. He's amazing. He's absolutely amazing. Uh, thoughts on Madison injury worry? Wait and see what postcogly says and then go from there i cannot wait to bring foden into my team by the way <laughs> this week i martinelli is going to end up getting subbed early i'm going to need a new midfielder i'm going to go for foden i can see it now and he looks like Ange postcogly no he's much better looking uh maybe it's better to take jackson as third winger i already own watkins and harland or is he too expensive he's not too expensive it's fine to have a good it's fine to have a good bench it just depends whether you can part with the benching headaches because they do get tough foden is not better than most 6.5s I mean, with minutes, he gets very close and possibly outscores them. But the problem is, you have to guarantee that, right? I think I might have to talk about Foden in videos this week. I'm getting the, I'm getting the feeling. We're going to have to talk about Foden a little bit. Can you say, uh, uh, Tom? No, I don't think I can say that, no. Double up on Matoma slash March. Which one is better? Uh, I'd probably go Matoma still. There's not a lot in it, in, in it, to be honest. It's been the same last season. It's the same this season. I've just always preferred Matoma, so that's probably where I would go. Is Akanji the most nailed City defender? If I was buying a City defender this week, I would probably go for Diaz. But, but as I said last week, Akanji is someone we always ignore, and yet he always seems to start. It's crazy. Phone on your wall at some point this season. It's going to happen, honestly. I'm sick of talking about the guy already. The never-ending questions last week about whether he was going to start. And now it's like he's more nailed on than Haaland. And he's going to score, and I'm going to get loads of tweets saying, I told you so, and I'll, I'll just be thinking, yeah, I said he's good if he gets minutes. Like, what more do you want me to say? Salah always scores against Newcastle as a Newcastle fan. Trust me, keep. I think Salah is perfectly fine to keep unless you need the money. But I think that's the, the one of the things with Salah is you probably had to go for an enabler, and for a lot of people, they went for Jao Pedro, and now they need to change him. And that's why Salah is suddenly becoming higher up on the list of players to, um, players to sell. I don't, think, I don't think anyone thinks that Salah is must-sell. They just need the money. I think in the end, going without Salah has probably lost me. No, I think it's probably gaming points overall. Zhao, no, no, because I would have had Matoma. Yeah, I think if I'd gone the Salah route, I'd have more points, even though I'd have Zhao Pedro, because I'd have Matoma instead of Fernandez. I wouldn't have Watkins, but I think with the captaincy this week, it would have been slightly better. But I would also have to use two free transfers this week, I think. Whereas now I've got two free transfers, I don't really have anything to do with them. So I think long-term, it'll still be better to have gone without Salah, but in the first two weeks, I would have had more points. Swings and roundabouts, I guess. Sonny March is overlooked. Yes, he has been. Zhao uh, Pedro was always a punt. I, I did think that Zhao Pedro would eventually become an issue, but I didn't think it was going to be so soon, to be honest with you. Also, I don't know what's wrong with YouTube, but the chat has just gone again. Harland and Bruno to Jackson and Foden minus four. Graham, are you just winding me up now? Are you winding me up? So Harland before Sheffield United away and Bruno for Nottingham Forest at home for Jackson and Foden. 
That has to be a wind-up, surely. Come on, Lowe. Where is the chat gone here? Surely Walker has to be a better City defender. Yeah, sure, if you keep starting. And he, and he might do up until Europe starts. But I think the rotation for City is going to happen sooner rather than later. Will Gusto rise um, on... Let me check Fantasy Football Hub price rises. That's the wrong button. Gusto is like plus 53.99%. So he might rise soon. No, no sorry, he's probably not going to rise tonight. But over the next few days, if people keep transferring him, and he definitely could, could rise. But right now, it's not going to happen. Uh, by the way, I've lost... The chat is just not working for me. Like, the chat is just not updating. I've got no no updated messages. So I'm not sure there's much more I can do it. I keep refreshing it. I'll see if it's working on my phone. But it's just not showing me anything. Yeah, the last message I see is the Watkins to Whistle one. And that's it. I can't see anything else. YouTube just keeps messing up for me on live streams. I was doing that the other day. I'm going to go back up through some other questions. And then I'll probably leave it there. Because nothing new is coming through for people to tell me about how much they love Foden. Is Joel still worth buying for 5.7 million? Uh, I would say pretty much yes. I don't see any issues with buying Chilwell. Played left wing the last two games. I'd be pretty confident when he's not left wing, he's going to go to left back. I guess there is a slight risk, but I think his attacking output or attacking potential is so good that I would probably just go for it. Is Edison a good bench option if you have lots of money in the bank? I mean, he's, if you're going to buy Edison, you should just play him because Man City's fixtures are brilliant. Okay, the messages are coming through now. I don't think it was anything to do with slow-mo. I think, I think YouTube's just being weird. Is Mbermo worth getting for Matoma? I wouldn't sell Matoma right now. I think Mbermo is good to get, yes. Are you keeping and playing your Man United players in game week four and five if they blank against Forest? That will depend on what else happens in FPL. Like, if everyone else looks good and there's no minutes concerns and Fernandes and Rashford are still looking bad, although I don't think they've looked that bad, to be honest, the first two games, especially not Fernandes, then I, I may sell one of them. But I think because they're so nailed on, there's never going to be a rush to get rid of them. For me, anyway. I know lots of people, as soon as they blank, they panic. But I don't tend to necessarily play quite like that. And, and, I, and I think in the back of my mind, I've always got that Martinelli is more of a minutes risk than both of them. So I'd probably be more willing to sell him before Fernandez and Rashford, which could be a mistake. I mean, if Martinelli gets good minutes in the next two games, maybe I'll keep hold of him as well. I have no one to sell. <laughs> Absolutely no one to sell. What should I do with Madison? I think I should keep him. Yeah, I think you should definitely keep him if he's fit. Wait and see what happens. Rico Henry, great option. Am I thinking about playing new doggy in game week three? Not really. Game week four and five, possibly though. How is Romero as an option? I mean, he's not—he's the most nailed on Spurs defender, but I'd rather have a doggy, I think. Fernandez worth keeping for his potential Rabona assist. That would have been so good because it was Rashford that was on the end of that, but I think he was offside anyway. The thing is, the Spurs defense, right? Now, they've had two tough fixtures, but in two games, they've conceded three 3.66 expected goals. So the defense hasn't been as tight as the results have probably shown. I mean, the clean sheet against Man United, they should have lost that. Should have lost that clean sheet. But they've got easier fixtures to come. So, I, I mean, I've got your doggy, so I quite like the Spurs defense. I'm just trying to counter my own argument, really, on my own picks. <laughs> I think I think Foden is a steal, a must-have at the moment. Did you see him against Newcastle? Nearly three to four assists, and he's guaranteed in the 10 now. There you go. Foden's guaranteed minutes. Bring him in. Bring him in. And I genuinely mean that. If you think he's guaranteed minutes in that position, you should look to be bring him in. He'll be fantastic. Do you think Vardial will be one of the more nailed-on Man City defenders now he's played a couple of games? I mean, my inkling would be yes, but who knows, right? Honestly, when Stones is back, then Diaz and Stones is generally the, the two in the middle... So then you've got someone to play left back, i.e. left centre back in possession, right? But on the lineup, left back. So that could be Ake or Vardiol. And Akanji can play that position as well. Now, I don't think that would happen that often. That's more likely to be up against a team like Arsenal, for example, against Saka, and you wouldn't care about that anyway. So I think Vardiol will probably get a lot of games. Is he now nailed? No, because he's a Man City player, right? No, I don't think Chilwell was injured. I think it was just tactical. Basically, Mudrick had come on later. Chilwell was playing left wing. And so Mudrick moved to left wing. Gallagher went to play number 10. And rather than put Chilwell left back and take Colwell off, he just kept Colwell on. Probably because of physicality, possibly because of height as well. Obviously, we know how good West Ham are from set pieces. Maybe he just doesn't trust having Gusto and Chilwell as fullbacks. We don't know, right? That Fernandez header hurt would have been a goal and assist. It would have changed the game as well, right? It was nil-nil at that point. Could have been a completely different outcome. Small margins, small margins. Mudrick looks so bad. Yeah. I, I sometimes see Chelsea fans say, oh, we've seen glimpses of how good, good he can be. I feel like they're always just talking about that 10-minute cameo against Liverpool. I don't think he's been good whatsoever so far. That might change in the future. Pochettino might get something out of him, but right now, he does not look good. Show the Game Week 3 lineup. This is Game Week 3 on screen right now. 
Is the Ariola Turner rotation worth it? I think it is eventually, but probably not right now because West Ham don't have enough good fixtures, which means you're playing Turner quite a lot. Can't afford Jackson, so we'll probably get Wissa. Morris looks good too. Yeah, Morris isn't a bad option. Obviously, he's got Chelsea away this week, which may or may not be great. But he's on penalties nailed on. I mean, you could make an argument Morris is just as good. I mean, fixture-wise, Chelsea away this week, then it's West Ham at home, Fulham away, Wolves at home, Everton away, Spurs at home, Forest away. I mean, it's not that bad of a run, honestly, for a guy that's nailed on on penalties. I think I would probably go Wissa, but it's hard to turn penalty takers down. Thank God for Chelsea buying all the Arsenal, uh, all the all the players Arsenal wanted. <laughs> I mean, I, got, like, I don't think Caicedo will be bad for Chelsea. What a bad debut it was, though. It was not good whatsoever. But he's still very young as well. Uh, maybe that's half the problem with the Chelsea team. You know what they say? You can't win anything with kids. Am I sticking with Watkins? Undecided. I feel like Watkins is for this week is basically if you need to keep him, perfectly fine. If you've got a luxury transfer, you could move him on. I guess the question for me is. If I don't need to make any other moves, what's the better transfer? Watkins to Jackson or Pickford to Sanchez? Or, or Pickford to Anana? I could go. I don't know. Man United defense doesn't look great, though. I mean, or I've got 0.5 million in the back. Maybe I just do Kabori to Botman, ready for game week five onwards, when Newcastle's fixtures get pretty good and their defense is decent. I could just do that. Uh, Chirariu Diwan. I've definitely pronounced that wrong. I apologize. Thank you very much. Uh, what do you think? Will Gabriel start for Arsenal? What do you think about Wissa for Jao Pedro? Uh, I like Wissa for Jao Pedro. Gabriel, i got no idea. We'll see tomorrow. I think there's a good chance, but it's not a guarantee, of course. If Gabriel doesn't start tomorrow, who are we picking? Well, I still think Chilwell is the best option to get. Then probably maybe look at maybe Man City, probably Gusto, something like that. Aren't I worried about owning Pickford? I mean, maybe a little bit. I mean, Everton defense hasn't been great, but we already knew that, I guess. I mean, got some okay fixtures coming up. Wolves at home, Sheffield United away. Luton home, Bournemouth home, game week seven and eight. I think I don't think there's any panic about Pickford, to be honest. There's maybe a little bit of panic, but I don't, I don't think you need to completely panic about him. Like we've seen how quickly a 4.5 million goalkeeper can just get. Oh, look at Leno. He's not a great goalkeeper. Either. Sorry, he's not great for. Sorry, he's not a great option in FPL because he plays for Fulham. He got a 12 pointer in game week one. The only reason I'd be looking at doing Pickford to Sanchez is because Sanchez wasn't an option in game week one, and if I want to back that Chelsea defense, he's probably the safest way to do it. But like I've said a million times now, I wouldn't be surprised if Chelsea go out and buy someone that could be a number one. That is just Chelsea, right? Is Johnson a risk? Yeah, Dean Henderson apparently is wanted by Crystal Palace, so Johnson might not be an option for long. If you're a Johnson owner, I wouldn't panic just yet. But eventually, it could be an issue. You could do Pickford to Fleck and his rotation with Turner is as good as Pickford-Johnston. Yeah, could do that. But do we, do, we definitely, do we think the Brentford defense is now better than Chelsea? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I think Flecken would annoy me bringing in because, like, Sanchez I don't mind because he wasn't an option in game week one. Kepper was still there. I don't think we could do that. But Flecken, I had Flecken in most of my drafts. So to go back to him now would be annoying. Why is he refusing to talk about Jackson? We talked about Jackson a lot. He's not a great option because he plays for Fulham, has an Everton keeper in his team. Yeah, again, you've missed the point completely. Go back and listen to what I said. Uh, even in 6-6 six, six points with Saka to play. Not bad, I guess. 66? Who have you got? You must have Matoma and Imbermo. Currently around 11k overall. Good start. Yeah, not a bad start. 11k after two game weeks. Congratulations, Alex. That is damn good. I'm just jealous. You must have Matoma and Burma. Who else scored really well this week? SGP now, of course. You got Flecken, maybe. Clean sheet. Uh, just announced Lucas Dean is going on loan. Okay, fair enough. Not an option. On March and Burma. Even better. Even better. We sleeping on the Brentford defence. I mean, again, the narrative... Like, I like Flecken, by the way. You know that. But... Flecken's kept one more clean sheet than Pickford so far. Could easily change over the next few weeks. Foden, yeah, must have Foden. Uh, Foden is essential. Although, do you remember last time I made a joke about a player being essential over and over again? Who was it? And then they went on to do really well. It was someone last year. Oh, it was Isaac. Actually, Isaac didn't. He didn't go on to do really well. He did for a few weeks, and then Wilson came and smashed his points. Yeah, Foden's essential. If you've got Haaland, I would shift Haaland to make sure you can get Foden in your midfield. That nah, was Isaac, 100%. I'm not going to brag about my rank. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Exactly. I'm not going to rank, uh, brag about being inside the top 1 million. If I remove Salah, I'll have 4.5 million. What would I do with all that money? I have to replace Jao Pedro. Jao Pedro to someone like Jackson, I guess. I, I think I would take a pun on Jackson. Foden's, Foden's not just worth a minus 4. He's worth a minus 8 or a minus 12. If you have to go up to a minus 20, I would go for it. Just to get Foden in. He's absolutely nailed on that Man City team now. No chance of him ever being on the subs bench. Put him in. I reckon might keep clean sheet. Don't see Pick for keeping a clean sheet against Wolves or Sheffield United. Ah, don't be so sure. Don't be so sure. Remember, there is absolutely no chance of Foden ever 
being on the bench ever again. No chance. Uh, prioritize the 6.5s. In Burmo, it actually gets a bit tricky after in Burmo, to be honest. Because I'm a little bit wary of Brighton because of fixture because uh, of rota- possible rotation with Europe. And then Diaby is good, but they got Liverpool away soon. And he keeps getting subbed early. And Eze seems to be getting forgotten about. I still quite like Eze. If I was going to buy a 6.5 room midfielder in game week four, I think it'd be Eze. But I, st- I, still, I still think there's a chance I buy Eze before I buy a Spurs midfielder. Which I know is going to sound crazy, but honestly, I think that, I think that could happen. He's on penalties as well, like in Burmo. You rack up penalties quick, suddenly look great. And bear in mind, I'm saying this before they play Arsenal. So if Eze goes and scores tomorrow, it's not knee-jerking. I don't think Eze's the best 6.5, and Burmo is better. What if you already have Foden? Should you transfer him out and back in? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think you should ban anyone that doesn't understand your sarcasm. Yeah, I feel like sometimes sarcasm can be subtle, but this should be... Your takes are bad. That is why you're watching me. Thanks very much for spending your free time listening to me. What do I think about bench boost next week? Have 15 good players and everyone has really easy games. You could go for it. Like I think with the bench boosts, it's very hard to say definitively this is a great week to use it because there might be a better week later on. And I feel like if you've got any... If you've got any doubts on that, you should just wait. Should I sell Garnacho for Umbermo or Roll? You should sell Garnacho to Umbermo as quickly as you can. But obviously wait till the end of the week to do it. Like, Garnacho may start the next one or two games, but I don't think he's great. And I think the minute Ten Hag cannot start him, he won't. Like, there is an argument to be made now that he's got to put Rashford on the left and play Sancho through the middle or even Martial. Um, and hopefully Hoyland will be back soon or be available soon. These streams are great. Your content is addictive. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't I don't know if they're great. Not tonight. I feel like uh, I can't talk about Foden anymore. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, I'm all out of Foden chat. I feel like there's going to be people listening on the podcast. I feel like it just makes more sense if you're here in the live stream. There's going to be people listening to this tomorrow on podcast, and they'll probably never listen to the podcast again. Marshall off to Saudi Arabia. I mean, Man United would probably absolutely take that. Thoughts on keeping Jao Pedro? So we should. I haven't really talked about him properly. I can't find the quote now, but there was a quote basically. Deserby saying he basically he needs to work harder off the ball, and obviously that is a big thing in that Brighton team. So the consensus will probably be: well, he's missed that game. He'll definitely start the next one, but that's not a guarantee. Although I will say I think Enciso picked up an injury, so we'll have to wait and see what happens there because Enciso started in that number ten role instead. So I, I think if you wanted to keep Jao Pedro next week, you could. But he's now one of those players that every week you're going to be unsure if he's going to start and eventually you're going to have to upgrade him to someone else or change him to someone else. Do you think transferring out one of three main United players is necessary? It really depends who you're who you're bringing in. Like, if you've got if you've got a luxury transfer, you could move them on. But if you've got other stuff... To, like, Man United players against Nottingham Forest at home are never going to be much of an issue, right? And you can move them on in game week four. I think sometimes we see that a player has a good fixture run and we really feel like we have to have them right now. But if the player you're taking out also has a good fixture, it means you can delay that move until later on, if you want to. But again, it's your team. If you want to sell Man United players, don't listen to me. Just get rid of them. Preferably for Phil Foden. Uh, shout out to Mr. Chuck, his great goal today. It was good, yeah. It looked like a bad injury, though, so I feel for him. Lots of lots of long, long-term injuries early on. Not great, but it was a nice finish, for sure. He's playing well up until up until the injury. Can you talk chip strategy in the early weeks? Uh, basically, hold pretty much all your chips. Maybe wildcard game week nine because of fixture swings, especially for Liverpool. But I, I'm not committing to that until we get closer. I think for now, just play the next few weeks. Okay, let me see if there's anything else we haven't already talked about. Sterling looked amazing. He did. But I think, again, though... See, I thought Sterling looked all right last week, and I think I said that on stream. I don't think this is now hindsight. I think I said that. Not as good as today, but I thought he looked all right. And Chelsea fans were quite, not some Chelsea fans, not all of them, were kind of quite down about him. And then all of a sudden today he's great. So again, that narrative in two games has changed quite a lot. I think that's what we've got to be careful of. I basically think that any Chelsea player that you're pretty sure is going to get regular minutes over the next few weeks is a good punt. Jackson, Sterling, Gusto, maybe even Sanchez to a certain extent. All, all good. Your YouTube shorts are an absolute masterclass. Happy day. I mean, I want to get one out tomorrow, but I don't know if I have time to record it. Someone said I can't tell if the Foden thing is a joke or not. Okay, this is this is my. I've already said my serious point. If you think he's going to get good minutes, buy him. I, I don't think we should probably keep talking about Foden. Honestly, it's been uh, it's been a lot of Foden talk. I should really put him on the thumbnail. North Bank Guna, thank you very much. Best options for Stones. I have Chilwell, Gabriel, and Estupinian. So I w- I would be. I would be tempted to move to maybe another Chelsea defender like Gusto, possibly a Man City defender. Or if you're happy playing Chilwell, Gabriel, and Estupinian next week, you could move to like a Newcastle defender or Spurs defender just ready for their better fixtures. You could argue Spurs good fixture this week. 
How do we gain rank on those that already have 150 points? Just keep making good decisions. Bearing in mind, a lot of people with high points would have already used chips. So I wouldn't worry too much. Keep making good decisions. Those that have started well, a lot of them will tail off. We'll all have good weeks. We'll all have bad weeks. You just have to hope you have more good than bad. There's like there's no specific strategy. You just try and keep picking good players, right? It's the aim of the game. And sometimes you'll get a Fernandez and Rashford, and sometimes you'll get a Brian and Burmo. That is that's just what happens. I gotta be honest, right? I don't think I don't think it will happen. I would love Foden to be benched next week. It would make my weekend. I don't think he will be though. Enzo for five million now that he's on penalties. Yeah, but you know what the problem is? He might be off him. I don't think he will be, but it could happen. Okay, I'm just seeing if there's anything else we haven't already talked about, and then we're going to call it, I think. How good is SGP in the end? He is fantastic. That Matoma goal, brilliant. Matoma's so good. A Man City defender's essential. I think if you, I, I wouldn't say essential, right? But if you can pick the right one, then they're great options. Upgrade my bench if they keep blanking. Uh, if you haven't got any other moves to make, you could do that. Is Foden better than Mbama at this moment in FPL? Oh, come on. I don't think he is. I don't know. If you, if you, okay, here's what I say about Mbermo and Foden, right? Serious talk. If you said to me, I can put Foden in my team right now instead of Mbermo without using a transfer, I'm not sure I would take you up on that offer. And I'm serious. I'm deadly serious about that. Deadly serious. People are going to hate that. Edison's the one. It could be the one. You should all take minus 20s. Should we be looking at West Ham? Nah, the fixtures are still pretty bad. I would ignore for now. I love Mikel Antonio though. What a, what a player. What a man. We'll be doing a video on defenders. Not a specific video, but we will talk about defenders. Uh, I wouldn't be looking to go on Newcastle players until game week five. And you are deadly wrong. Sure I am. Sure I am. I'll, I'll take a bet with someone right now. I'll take a bet with someone right now. That from now until game week seven, one, two, three, four, five, five game weeks in Burmo outscores Foden. 20 quid. Who's on? Let's do it. Money goes to charity. We'll do 50. I'll do 50. Someone wants to take it. Salah's off penalty na penalties now. Soboslide good at them. Um, He might be... Because they have, like, McAllister's great at penalties as well, right? So, it could be off them, but I think he'll want to keep them. Okay, I'm not taking bets off everyone, or I don't have that much money. Honestly, someone someone DM me later on Twitter. We'll do it. 50 quid, in Burma outscores Foden next five weeks. 20, okay, yeah, we'll do that instead. We'll do that instead, right? I won't bet with anyone in particular. How much, no, how much, 20, that's 100 quid. T 10 memberships, 10 gifted memberships if I lose. Someone hold me to that. Five game weeks. One, two, three, four, five. Crystal Palace at home, Bournemouth at home, Newcastle away, Everton at home, Forest away from Burmo. Boom. It's going to smash Phil Foden. Ten gifted subs coming your way. Easy money. Foden won't play half those matches. Wow, you you might have a point there. <laughs> you make 50k a stream. True. Uh, need to get rid of one of Odegaard, Rashford or Bruno. I mean, let's see how Odegaard does tomorrow. Honestly, Odegaard would probably be the first one for me, but I know, I know people will hate that answer. All right, I think I'm going to leave it there because the, the Foden stream must end at some point. Thank you very much for joining me. If you're on YouTube, make sure to give the video a like, hit that subscribe button. Still trying to hit 375,000 subscribers. If you are listening on podcasts and you've somehow managed to get to this point while listening with all the Foden chat, uh, please do rate five stars on whichever platform you're listening on. Make sure to follow and all that good stuff. And I'll be back tomorrow with a uh, watch list video. Um, transfer tips team selection game week preview final thoughts it's all coming this week and another deadline stream on friday of course as well so thank you very much for joining me enjoy the rest of your weekend and i will catch you again soon sports social podcast network